Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. My name is Keith Bledsoe, and this is We Are Everyday People, featuring extraordinary people doing extraordinary things. Now, that is the platform of the show. That's why I chose to do the show, to counter the negative images that are projected all over the world of most of people. And you just don't hear enough about, uh, in particular, the guests I'm going to have on this evening. And I'll tell you a little bit about this individual. Very honored today uh, to bring this gentleman on. It's for the second time I've had him on. Uh, I had him on uh, about a year ago, and it was actually my second highest rated show uh, since I've been doing the show for a little over a year. Uh, this man is an uh, incredible, incredible human being. Uh, representing, yes, representing Niles West High School, 
post-secondary uh, education, an English major graduate at the University of Illinois, Chicago. He is retired. He has been working with uh, some of the Chicago politicians, uh, been a handyman in their, uh, some of their uh, campaigns, uh, including uh, Danny Davis, congressman from out of Illinois. Uh, he is currently volunteering with senior citizens in Bellwood. Very much love individuals, these senior citizens uh, from Bellwood, Illinois. This man has been a father, a brother, a friend, an advisor, a supporter, and an inspiration to all of us. And he is uh, very well, because I'm one of them, uh, the South Shore High School alumni. I want to bring on Mr. Larry Shapiro. Mr. Shapiro, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. It's, it's a complete honor, Keith. Um, I'm humbled every time uh, we talk, and ever since former students who have, I guess, been looking for me, uh, encouraged me to join uh, Facebook. Ever since then, uh, my life has uh, just been better uh, to reconnect with so many individuals who had tremendous meaning for me in my years as an educator, uh, it's just awesome. And so, uh, Keith, I'm delighted and honored uh, to be your guest this evening. And I, I appreciate it again. Let me, just before we go any further, I want to make sure that any callers who want to call in, uh, I'll be taking calls uh, during and after uh, the first break. Uh, you can call in, show your love at 718-664-9513, 718-664-9513. I encourage you to give us a call, and uh, this show is not a two tin cans on the other end of a piece of string. This is a global show. It's pulled out all over the world. If you have Internet, uh, there is an archive that is being recorded. I'd like to have as many... Uh, people's voices on this tribute to Mr. Shapiro, uh, who will be uh, soon celebrating his 70th birthday. I'd like to have as many voices as I can on this show. I encourage you to call in. Mr. Shapiro, let's let's kind of take it back a little bit, bring ourselves up for the day, and just I'd start off with this off the wall question. Tell me, what what is your earliest childhood? Memory? My earliest childhood experience or memory. Yes. Is that, is that what you asked? Do you, yeah, I mean, like, just, just what, what do you, you, your first day of school, do you, do you recall that? What, 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 what comes in the mind when you think about your childhood as, as far back as you can recall? What, what, what's the first, what comes to mind? I guess my relationship with my father, um, it really planted the seeds in me <clears throat> in terms of uh, a human being to emulate as a role model. Uh, my father uh, owned a little grill, a little restaurant partnership after World War II. Uh, on the north side of Chicago, Halston Madison had it for about 25 years. He worked very, very hard. Uh, yet every evening when he came home, before he would do anything else, he would sit down and we would talk. And that planted in me the absolute uh, beauty of face-to-face -face 
human communication. And I have to say he has always been my role model. And even though uh, he left us in 2007, uh, his memory, his values live on. Hopefully uh, I've done him proud. But that, that would be my memory. Were you, as a kid, were you always, you know, smart? Were you introverted, outgoing uh, type of person? I was pretty outgoing. Uh, I was always into athletics. <clears throat> I was a, okay. a, a nut. I'm, I would pretend, since I grew up three blocks from Wrigley Field, I was a real diehard Cub fan. Uh, my first memory of Berkeley Field was 1950 when I saw wow. uh, Hank Sauer, uh, Ernie Banks, Gene Baker, Dee Fondy. Uh, and uh, I always remember Berkeley Field. Uh, never really remembered winning too many games. Uh, and I guess uh, <laughs> most Cub fan memories are like that. Uh, I'm still a diehard <laughs> Cub fan today. Uh, that which you are raised with, uh, it kind of sticks to you, and, and so are my kids, at least the ones that care about sports. But uh, uh, I played uh, baseball, played Little League, uh, played football. I actually played uh, uh, two years of high school football where I was a five foot 425-pound linebacker. Uh, didn't actually go too much with that and wisely in my junior year uh, I went in another direction and for most of uh, the rest of my elementary school and my high school life I decided I was either an announcer uh, or a journalist and uh, it still was about sports. Uh, I was a sports nut, still a sports nut, uh, from Chicago all the way and uh, that was that was most of what I was involved with uh, in my youth. Now, as far as I know uh, from South Shore, that you have been involved in, in writing and uh, English and and, uh, and and drama. Was is writing something? Is it, are those three uh, subjects something that you always wanted to do? Is it something that you just happened upon, or was, was that a goal of yours at an early age? To, even though I know you just mentioned uh, being a journalist or an announcer, but uh, I guess I pretty much answered the question, though, that, I'm already, that, that you already answered the question, kind of. But when I always, did, when you, I always uh, had uh, a gift for writing. I always uh, loved to just compose. Uh, I would write poems. And, in fact, as my level of consciousness grew, as I became involved in whole other worlds, whole other cultures. Uh, my writing reflected that, and the style reflected that, and the influences reflected that. Uh, I was actually thinking um, in terms of some of the great influences in my life that redirected my whole worldview. I mean, if you understand that my youth was like most Caucasian youth. Uh, Niles West, 
did not, to my knowledge, have any African-American students. I lived in Morton Grove. I don't remember seeing any African-American students. And till I transitioned over to UIC after uh, Navy Pier closed and UIC opened in 65, I had absolutely no touchstones to what would become the single most uh, important evolution in my life. I had a teacher at UIC named Arna Bontemps. He was a visiting professor. Uh, he actually is very, very famous as a writer, as a collaborator, as, as the best friend of Langston Hughes. I had him for two classes. He introduced me to a whole different world, a whole different culture, a whole different viewpoint. And he redirected me and my future from a journalist into something as yet undefined, but dealing with community. I wound up being involved in a program called Upward Bound at UIC, which mm-hmm. was a tutoring program predominantly where Asians living in the suburbs would come in and for a couple hours tutor young African-American elementary school students. Uh, it didn't sit right with me. And so I decided to do something different. I became involved at a place called Beach House at 14th and Ashland and developed my own tutoring program, which I called, and at that point I was inspired by uh, a person at that time was called Leroy Jones. He became uh, Imam Theory Barak. And uh, so I called it Black Hope Educational Center after a book that he wrote. And what I would do is I would, uh, I I had made some friends uh, that went to Crane and I convinced them to be tutors. And we established a tutoring school where these young high school students would tutor their own brothers and sisters, so to speak, that lived uh, in, in uh, Henry Horner, uh, that lived in Rockwell Gardens, that lived in Abla, uh, West Side Public Housing. We developed the program. We wound up doing it at five different centers at one time. Uh, we serviced 70 or 80 kids. And uh, it was part of my own evolution. It was also part of something which is the single most important thing as an educator, as a human being, and that's called empowerment. And when you see these young high school students, many times that do not interact with their own young brothers and sisters in the community, but here they are in the role of teachers. It develops a whole new level of interaction and trust. I never forgot that. I never forgot that. And uh, in my first four years of teaching at Crane High School, uh, from 67 to 71, uh, we kept that program going. And uh, then uh, there was a bunch of other stuff, but because of the influence and the level of involvement I had been in terms of uh, African-American literature, uh, I was allowed to teach at Crane High School the first African-American literature course 
in the city of Chicago. Wow. And uh, that was quite an experience. Um, I wound up at South Shore. It's kind of ironic, maybe. But uh, as I became more involved, uh, at the point it trained when Dr. King was assassinated and school shut down and there were walkouts. Uh, I did, along with a couple of teachers, something that I guess uh, the educational manuscripts say you don't do. I walked out with the students and students from Crane, students from Harrison, uh, students from Marshall walked downtown and I walked with them. And I never thought about the consequences. I just knew it was the right thing to do. Uh, It reminds me of what we see right now throughout this country. The lightning, the enlightenment, the involvement without consequences. And that really is the only way that change really. And so... Got to be active. Got to be active. Yes, I, I, I agree. You know, so in a way that led to my exodus, uh, they were allowed to transfer me at that point, and they certainly wanted to, and that's how I wound up at South Shore, where I went in uh, 1971. So that's the story. I was going to get to that. So you just you just, you just just took care of that. I crossed that question out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on, on that note, let's, uh, let's, take a, let's take a quick break, and uh, I'll take a couple of calls in. And uh, we'll come back and we'll pick up uh, where we left off. This is Shapiro. How's that sound to you? That sounds fine. Okay. I'm going to uh, play a, a commercial that I recorded for a gentleman who's uh, his own business that uh, I, we're helping each other out. And uh, I'm going to play that, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Just, just hold tight, and uh, we'll be right back. Okay. Hey, Chicago, for your next family reunion, call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunion expert since 1990, with photo T-Shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the Internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. That's JimmyWilliamsOnline.com, one word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your T-Shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773-690-5366. Your T-shirt man.
Okay, and we are back. Mr. Shapiro, are you still with me? I am. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Everything is falling right into place. Uh, wow, I tell you, there's a lot of love out here waiting, waiting to get to you, man. I tell you, but we're going to uh, we're going to bring on a surprise guest for you, and uh, from the Carolinas, Aunt Audrey, are you there with us? One second. To that music, <laughs> it's beautiful. Aunt Audrey, how are you? I'm Carol, well, thank you. <laughs> hey, is Larry there? I am. Oh, honey, hi. Well, I know you're going to blush and you're going to want to hide because I'm going to say some really great things about you, but I don't want people thinking that I'm saying that just because you're my nephew. No, I can be really objective. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. My aunt. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, sweetheart. (laughs) Well, I am so honored to be able to, you know, not just to tell my neighbor or just to talk about you within the family, but uh, from what I hear, this is really going broadcasting all over the place. And what an honor. Oh, my gosh, what an honor. So just go ahead and just let me know when I can start. On Audrey, you have the mic. And uh, as we spoke earlier, all you, you just tell the truth and just what this man means to you, what he's meant to humanity, and just uh, how you feel. Just let it flow. Okay. Well, you know, we are family, but this is not because we're family. I've, you know, Larry and I go way back. So um, the one thing I know is that family is very, very important to Larry. And um, he's such a wonderful role model to his children. And um, they are following in his footsteps, which is quite a compliment. And it started with his dad. And I know that um, his dad was a great inspiration to him. And um, the thing that I know as a parent is that you always want your children to surpass you. And Larry has done that. There are areas of social injustice. There are areas of social justice um, that he has taken uh, to new heights. Um, my nephew is talented, creative, but most of all, he cares about people. And he does treat everyone like family. He sees to yes. their comfort. Yes. He, see, he sees to uh, their well-being. Um, he sees injustice where many people just talk about it. But the thing that stands Larry apart is that he does something about it. He doesn't just talk about it. So I'm quite proud. And, you know, I can just take up all this time, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I, don't I appreciate think... <laughs> you coming on. Well, I'm I'm happy to be here. Um, you just let me know when my time is up because I Larry knows we, we talk a lot <laughs> and I can keep talking. Well, we, we want to make sure we got you on. I want to give Mr. Shapiro a chance to respond. I'm sure he has a, a, a response for you. Mr. Shapiro? I, it's hard to render me speechless, but if there's <laughs> any spirit, if there's any uh, marvelous person that could do it, it's my aunt. Uh, and my uncle, uh, they are so special. They've been involved in so many struggles for justice. Uh, 
and I just love them, love them deeply, and would love to be with them every minute. So, Auntie, thank you for being a part of this. Uh, well, so special. You know that Uncle Uncle Carr is is here, but we figured just one of us talking, and uh, we both agree on what I'm saying. So uh, he sends his love. <laughs> thank you. You're quite and welcome. Thank you so much for being on the show. I, I really appreciate helping us make this a special moment. Well, thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Love Absolutely. you, Larry. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Uh, I want to ask the callers to uh, hang in there, and uh, we're going to be getting you right on. I see you. I see you there. I see you in the uh, uh, last four digits. I see a 1147. And I'm going to bring on now another uh, uh, surprise guest for Mr. Shapiro. Uh, I tell you, this this man here is a uh, great in his own right, and uh, a, uh, actually a actually a uh, what do you what do you call it? They write great plays, they screen. Uh, I, I can't man, I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, Compulsion was a great great play. I took my youngest son to see it in Oak Park, uh, uh, written and produced by Jeffrey Sapiro. I'm going to bring on Jeffrey Sapiro. Jeff, thanks for coming on. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And Jeff. Jeff, Jeff is the son of Mr. Shapiro. And uh, Jeff, go ahead and express yourself, man. I don't have to ask you anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm here. Um, and uh, one thing that I think everybody needs to know about my father, my dad, I love so much, is just, he's just an incredible person, um, is that he really is a hero. Um, he really has inspired me my entire life in so many different ways. Um, not just, you know, acting, writing, and and, 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 and everything, just in, in, in my worldview. I mean, I, I remember when I was, you know, when I was younger, when I was about 13 or 14, or at least before that point, I didn't really have what you would call a worldview on anything much. Uh, but um, he just basically answered a lot of questions that I had to ask him. Um, and I think that that's something that people can learn from my father is just to be open to your children because, uh, you know, I remember um, that I, that he just never questioned my exploration and finding a worldview or the way that I saw things or the way my, the way I, I viewed things was never questioned on his behalf. And uh, I think that that's a great, way of, 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 of doing things is just to let your kid explore sort of um, things and let them just come to their own conclusions and solutions. And that's what it's all right. about. You know, when I think of my dad, I really think of like someone who who's a, who's a problem solver, really. And he's just a brilliant individual. And, you know, beyond that, I just love him. You know, I mean, he's just, he's a hero to so many people out there. You know, I know that, um, you know, that that's part of part of the thing is that his birthday is coming up, you know, and I want to, I want to really, you know, wish him a happy birthday and that, uh, you know, I know that there's a lot of other people in, in the family who wanted, wanted me to say this, you know, that, uh, you know, Sharon and Angela and, uh, cousin Becca all wish you happy birthday and want to say they love you very much. And that, um, you know, I've just learned so much from my father and I look up to my father. He's my mentor. And, um, you know, and go ahead, you can ask. I'm going to ask you one question. What, what, let, sure. let us share with us, because we know Bishop Shapiro 
from the one angle. I mean, we love him from an angle, but you haven't lived there and haven't been raised by this this, this great person. What, what is? I know there's more than one, but share with us one of the uh, greatest memories and uh, one of the proudest moments that, that you've had coming up with Mr. Shapiro. Yes, I can. Uh, I have a lot of memories, and uh, I'm not too big on, you know, going into the past much nowadays. I, uh, you know, but okay. I love. Okay. The, no, no, no. I want to. I want to. And in terms of the okay. situation, what I'm saying is that. You know, I the memories that I really have of my dad all reflect too on what's happening now with my dad. That like everything that happened is out of like love that we we share in each moment now. And 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 I I just I'll never forget when uh you know when I was a kid you know I remember being in the baseball league and everything like that. It was my first year in baseball, and. Uh, my very first year, somehow, I turned out to be a good pitcher, and I uh, won the championship uh, with the team that I played with. <laughs> and it was in High Park. This was when we lived on the south side in High Park. And I just never forget the way he looked at me when I, right when the championship, like when we won, he just had this glow in his blue eyes. You know, he has these blue eyes that wow. just light up any soul. You know <laughs> what I mean? He just It's just beautiful, and, and you know, that's how he... You know, and 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 I just never forget his reaction. He jumped up out of the bench, you know. I never forget that. <laughs> it's, it's something about <laughs> memories. I I I can relate because I can, I can, when you, we talk about little league. I can remember one of the uh, golden memories of my childhood was uh, had to do with little league. My father being there, so I feel you on that one. I definitely feel yeah. you on that one, Mr. Shapiro. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and uh, make a response for that. Now you you all are not playing fair. You know, you're not playing shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're messing, that's my roommate. Oh, yeah. That's that's my buddy. That's oh my god. I mean, everything that is being said. All I can say is thank you. Thank you. And Jeff, uh, I tell you, you're welcome to uh, you're welcome to hang on with us if you like. We talked about it before. Uh, is there any, any anything else you wanted to cover? Uh, yeah, just just really right quick. I, sure, sure, I just wanted to say really quick that you know uh, I love my dad very much, and and I just want everybody to feel affected by my dad because sometimes it's you know it's hard to you know the outer world can get us distracted, but sometimes it's hard to remember that it really does just come down to your heart in your soul, and he's just an example of someone who really cares about people. And so I love you, Dad, and uh, happy birthday, and I love you. And Thank you. That's it for now. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Jeff, thank you so much, man. I, I could not have done this sure. without Jeff Shapiro. Let me, let me, let me tell you, I, this, this, this conversation, this, this tribute would not be taking place without the help of Jeff Shapiro. So, Jeff, man, thank you, man. I tell you, I mean that from the heart. Thank you. Thank you, Keith. Okay, Jeff. Take care, man. Appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay, and uh, Mr. Shapiro, I tell you, the love is coming through. Uh, we have, and I tell you, we have a 773 area code waiting here. We have a 219. You all hang in there. I tell you, I see you right there. I see you right before my eyes. Don't go nowhere. If you leave, I'll see you. And if you come back, I'll see you too. So just stay there. If you need to leave and come back, do that. We're going to get you in. We want everybody who can call in to be a part of this historic tribute to such a great, great individual. Okay. 
we're going to bring on now uh, a, a, a someone who both Mr. Shapiro and I cherish as such a great individual. Uh, just a super, super, just the kindest young lady that you ever want to. I tell you, just just a beautiful person. She is a, uh, a South Shore alumni, Hollywood, Broadway actress, a singer, songwriter. Uh, she has her own one-woman play. Uh, she's been in uh, Cooley High, Caroline in the City, uh, Dave Chappelle's show, Law and Order, and quite just so George Horton and the Scottsboro Boys, Cat on the Hot Ten Roof. Shireen, come on, you you got this, sweetheart. How you doing? Thanks for coming on with us. <laughs> I'm wonderful. How are you, Keith? I'm doing great. Thank you for coming on uh, with myself, and Mrs. Shapiro. There's no way in the world I could have missed this. Happy birthday, Mr. Shapiro. I love you. I love you, my eldest daughter. <laughs> I love you too, Dad. <laughs> so, Shireen, I, I know that you, you uh, like I said, I'll never forget uh, the, the event we had at, at my house after one of your plays at South Shore High School one evening. That, that's when I uh, first came to meet you and, to see Mr. Shapiro in a whole different, you know, light. And uh, not that I had him in a yes. bad light, but I didn't really know him. But uh, it really showed me that he was how caring he was, that he would come into our neighborhoods and our, our homes and just make himself at home and just make himself part of the family. What, what, express yourself. I don't, you know, you. hey, I don't have to ask you a question. Go ahead and just speak out and just tell us how you feel about Mr. Shapiro. Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, Mr. Shapiro was one of those teachers that was unlike any of my other teachers. Um, he was always uh, very present, and just as he is today. Uh, always had that cool afro. He uh, <laughs> he still has that. Um, he reminds me of uh, George Carlin when he talks. The hippy-dippy weatherman. <laughs> That's always what his voice reminds me of. It does. It still does today. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. I hadn't thought about that, but that's a good point. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, the hippy-dippy weatherman. Yeah. Yep. But he, 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 you know, just everything, you know, everybody said his, you know, his aunt, his son, you know, just a kind person, a very creative person, you know, is one of those people that, um, sees in you what you may not see in yourself. Yes. Yes. And and he, you know, is 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 not afraid to give you a nudge a place where you should be. And to, to give you that push and to not let go. Let, let me ask you this. I know that uh I tell you uh, Facebook has been an incredible application, and I know that uh, that there had been a period of time where you, had lo- you know, we we all lost contact with each other. And how how, how did it feel for you to finally, through Facebook, to come back into contact with Mr. Shapiro? Well, what did that mean to you, and how has it meant to you? What what has it meant to you since that reconnection? It. It's it's been amazing, and I, you know, everything happens for a reason. I believe that in my soul, and it's 
not an accident that I've reconnected with Mr. Shapiro, and he is um, has been a vessel for, you know, some amazing things that have happened since I've been back here to Chicago, and, and I know that I had to come back here because the things that have happened had to happen. And and that one of those major things is reconnecting with Mr. Shapiro and, and because he was the, the catalyst for um, my realizing that it was time for me to do my one-woman show. And by having me meet uh, uh, perform for his seniors, and then he asked me to do a show again, but I chose to, to write it myself and to do my own music. And although I've wanted to do a one-woman show for over 20 years, after I did his, that show for his seniors, I knew that I could do a one-woman show. So when he came back to me and I said that I would write my own and do my own music, I felt such an elevation um, of of my talent and an elevation of, of me as a person and an elevation in what I had to offer to other people, the gifts that I the gifts that I have that are meant to be shared with other people. And so mm-hmm. it's been it's been an absolute blessing um reconnecting with him and I didn't if you'd have told me this ten years ago I would have never seen it. Wow. What this reconnection with him would have done. Mr. Shapiro? Yes. Oh, I just yes. thought you might want to make a comment. Just 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 second to see if you uh, want to make a comment. Everything that Shereen has said works both ways. Um, reconnecting with her has been magical. I didn't know she ate so much, but uh, how, would, how would I know that? How would I know that? And I'm glad she liked my cooking. That's a good thing, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's a phenomenal cook, by the way. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I just I just have to tell you, it's um, I'm just so proud of her, her career. But beyond that, her sense of wholeness, her inner peace, her values—that's what's so awesome. She's just. A beautiful person. I totally agree. Out. I totally agree. I totally agree. Thank you. Shireen, thank you. Thank you so much yes. for being a part of this, as far as I'm concerned, historic show. Uh, it's uh, it's one I'll be listening to again just to hear the voices of those callers who called in and just to, you know, I can just feel the love, man. It's almost, it just, it's, this is beautiful. And I want to thank you so much for calling in. And uh, being a part of it. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you for inviting me. Not a problem. You take care. At the party, Mr. Spiro. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> okay, and we have, uh, I've got a couple of people. We'll take them in order if they call them. We have a uh, 219 area code, and uh, we're going to, that's the only 219, so it's you, 219. 
And we're going to bring on uh, from Indiana. At least the cell phone is registered to Indiana. Who do we have on the line from 219? Constant Lewis. Constant Lewis. How are you, alumni? I'm good, alumni, to you, too. How are you? Hey. Glad, glad, glad to have you on with uh, myself and uh, Mr. Shapiro. And uh, with, I tell you, I don't haven't had to ask any questions. You can go ahead and let it flow like everybody else has. Ah, uh, well, first of all, I want to say I concur with a lot that Shireen said already to Mr. Shapiro. And even though I'm almost as old as he is, but I still call him Mr. Shapiro. <laughs> but oh, absolutely. He, he is a true love and a true joy in my life. And as Shireen said, God put him in our lives, my life, for a reason. He was meant to be there. And I'm so glad that I reconnected with him. And he's just, oh, I don't I don't even have the words. I don't even know the words to describe the type of man that he is. But one of the things I always say about him, he's the blackest Jewish man I ever met. And <laughs> I love him to the moon and back, and he knows that. He's a confidant. He's a friend. He's a mentor. Uh, when I needed someone for career day at my school, he never dealt with elementary kids, but he came in and he was a champ, okay? I love him. I don't know where I really would be without having had the experience. And I also babysat for him when I was in high school. I babysat his oldest oh. daughter, Sharon. Yeah, and this man had a music collection out of this world. Of course, it's all black music, you know. And mm -hmm. <laughs> while he was out and I was babysitting, Sharon and I were jamming, okay? <laughs> but I love this man to death, and it makes me feel so good, even though I know some of us feel like he only just belongs to me, but he really doesn't. I just feel so good that all of the alumni from not even just South Shore at the other schools he's taught, they reach out to him. They still have a connection. And Mr. Shapiro, oh, you know I love you madly. And, of course, it's mutual. And we're all looking forward to next July. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, because Constant is going to be getting married. And that's going to be oh. just wonderful, wonderful experience. Congratulations. Yes, sure will be. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I couldn't let this day go by if I didn't say something, because he is definitely an idol, a hero, a wonderful man. I agree. And I, I'm so glad that you called in to be recorded, to be a part of this history. This is a, this is a, a recording uh, of a broadcast that uh, will go into archives that any time Mr. Shapiro, uh, I, I doubt if he ever questions, there's love out there for him, but if, if he ever has any questions, he can always pull this archive up and just listen to it. Oh, and, uh, wow. And, 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 it'll, and he can just hear it all over again, Mr. Shapiro. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for doing this. Oh, you're welcome. Absolutely. I, I, I this, is, this is from the heart. That's as deep as I can yes. go with it. It's from the heart. And, I, and I'm glad, Constance, you called in to be a part of it. I really appreciate you calling in. Hopefully I'll cross paths with you maybe one day at the uh, at the uh, Rebirth of Chicago Jazz. Uh, 
uh, Probably. I tend to at least attend a couple of more anyway. <laughs> okay. Good luck, Constance. You take care. and Thank, thank you, you so much for calling in. Appreciate it. And I'll see you Saturday, Mr. Shapiro. I'm looking forward to it. All right, sweetie. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we have another uh, flow of love coming in from last four digits. is 1147. And we are going to press this button here and bring on 1147. Who do we have on the line? Okay. Hello. First of all, I want to say happy birthday to the great educator, Mr. Shapiro. Uh, and I want to say hi to the greatest third baseman I ever played with. You know who this is? Porterfield, oh you the man. Yes, it is. You the man. Porterfield. You the man, house. brother. What's going <laughs> on, first, Mr. Shapiro? How you hey, doing? I'm good, buddy. How about hey, you? Hey, I had to call in. Keith, this is an awesome, awesome uh, avenue you got for Mr. Shapiro to, to acknowledge him, and uh, he, he's just a great person. His, we had a reconnection uh, luncheon with him and my daughter on the yes. 29th, and it was mm-hmm. awesome. We, we yes. thoroughly enjoyed his presence, and uh, my – my memory of, of, of Mr. Shapiro in high school was was him running. He was always running around the building. He never walked. He, he always he always was in a hurry with with that afro, and, and I, yep. I, he, he just tickled me. I said, "There he goes again, y'all." <laughs> On the move, Mr. Shapiro. How you doing, buddy? I'm terrific, Keith. Great, 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 and uh, I just I just couldn't let this opportunity pass pass by without me calling in and saying hi and uh, wishing you wishing you a happy birthday and we'll definitely be seeing you Saturday, buddy. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, KT, let me ask you this before you go. What what was it like after? First of all, I, I got I'm always I will always give praise to Facebook. And what was it like to experience? This application and what it can do, and how was it to rehab that reconnection with Mr. Shapiro when you finally, after all these years, had a chance to sit down and talk to him with your daughter and uh, along with you? What, what, how was that? Yeah, that was that was the reconnection with Mr. Shapiro through Facebook. It was awesome. Let me tell you, I haven't I haven't seen Mr. Mr. Shapiro since well 1975, 39 years. You know what I'm saying, and, and and to reconnect with him through Facebook is out. It was outstanding. I mean, words can't describe how how it has reconnected me with a lot of the alumni from South Shore High School. You know, uh, yes. a lot of my a lot of my uh, friends are from from uh, uh, reconnecting through Facebook. You know what I'm saying. So so it was it, it was phenomenal to me. You know, and, and for him to to uh, to uh, acknowledge the fact that we hadn't seen each other, or, I mean, talked to each other in 39 years, he had to go back to, to 1975 yearbook to, to, to uh, picture me yeah. again because he couldn't remember me. But 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 I remember him. I mean, I mean, Mr. Shapiro, he, he he's a, always been a great guy, you know, phenomenal guy, you know. I mean, everything everyone has been saying is is right on point, and I think he knows that. And I just wanted to tell him how much I love him, and I adore him, and I appreciate him, you know. And Keith, I, 
you're doing a great, great thing, a great trip. This is a great tribute for a great man. Thank you. Brother. I want to thank, thank you, you for that. All right. Let, before you, can you hang on for one second? I'm going to ask you one more thing, uh, KP. Okay. 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 I, I, I went, I went to a play that his son, uh, Jeffrey, produced at uh, Carl Compulsion in Old Park, and I took my younger son Malcolm with me. At the time, Malcolm was, I think, a senior in high school. And I'll, and I'll never forget the time that Mr. Shapiro spent talking, just talking to Malcolm, mm-hmm. talking to him about mm-hmm. just incur- the encouragement. It meant so much to me and meant so much to Malcolm. Malcolm will never forget that. How, what was it like? And I'm sure he did the same thing with Hannah, your daughter, who you, I can tell yeah. you have the absolute pride of. What, didn't that, wasn't that a good feeling just to see how he takes the time up? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, he he was asking her about you know her school, what she was studying, yes. you know. Right. Uh, uh, really, really. Hannah Hannah was was really impressed with Mr. Mr. Shapiro. I mean, uh, she told me, she said, Dad, he is so he is so smart and so intelligent, so giving. You know, I mean, the questions he was asking was just was was great. You know, I mean. Yes. Uh, she was impressed with Mr. Shapiro because, I, I mean, just like the caller earlier said, things happen for a reason. I'm a firm believer of that. I think Shireen said that. But 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 that meeting with him, that reconnection luncheon was meant to happen. We supposed to had this for my birthday in September, but mm-hmm. but uh, for some reason, I mean, I, I, yeah, he had car trouble, uh, and we had to reschedule and. Uh, and uh, it just so happened my daughter was in town for Thanksgiving, and, and, and Mr. Shapiro called. Uh, uh, no, he texted me through Facebook and, uh, and, and asked me if the 29th was okay. And, and I said, yes, but my daughter's going to be in town. Is it okay if she comes? He said, why, sure, absolutely. You know, uh, 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 that, would, that would be great. He would, he, would, he would love the fact that he can, can reconnect with me and my daughter. You know, even though he hadn't met her yet, you know, I mean, that's just the type of person he is. And yes. and, and she was Absolutely. blown away by Mr. Shapiro, and, and so was I, yes. as, as all the all the callers are too. So you know, I, I just great. I wanted to make sure I got that in there because I, I knew I knew for I knew that he was going to do the same thing with your daughter that he did with Malcolm. I just wanted you to, to yes. put that out there, yes. so, so he knows that. Yes. So he yes. knows that. Yes. Mr. Shapiro, uh, it's on you, sir. Um, if you'd like to make a comment. Um. Keith, your your daughter is a very inspiring young lady. Uh, Thank you. And again, uh, this is not an accident. Uh, No. You and her mom have done a beautiful job. She's uh, a person that is very genuine. I enjoyed myself. Oh, thank you. She's going to be very, very successful because... You can just tell she's very comfortable with herself, and that's so critical in terms of moving forward. And so you have much reason to be proud. And I love that you continue to just post and post and ooze every time <laughs> yes, you put a yes. picture of her on there. I just love it. It's just, there's nothing the better yep. than that. Uh, yes. That's how I feel about my daughters and my son. And so... There's nothing better than that. And, yes. And all of us who are parents, all of us who 
are so proud of our children uh, and stay by them and are close to them in every way. It's just, uh, that's what it's supposed to be. Yes, sir. I I appreciate I appreciate your comments. All right, all right, Keith. Thank you so much for calling, brother. It's so nice to hear your no. voice, man. I hell, I haven't seen you since you saw Mr. Shapiro. So it's been I know. Time on the turn. And uh, we got to cross paths when I when I when I'm in town, man. Well, excuse me. We're gonna have one to thing. I'm, we uh-huh, go ahead. We we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Okay, we'll Keith. Happen, man. man, I man, appreciate love you taking my you, call, Thank brother. you so much. Thank you so much for uh, being there for me to take the call, man. I, I appreciate it. You take care of yourself, man, and spread the love for the family. I will. Okay, thank you. And uh, I'll see you Saturday, Mr. Shapiro. Absolutely, Keith. Okay. You guys You guys have a good evening, okay? God bless. Take care, KP. All right, now. Thank All you. Right. Bye, KB. All right, brother. Mr. Shapiro, I hope that you, well, I don't hope that you know. I know you know. But I, I wanted to—I want a documentation in case we had to take you to court to prove it to you. The love that we have for you, as a human being, as a human being, just being who you are—it's it's not complicated, and uh, it's, it's just—it's it's incredible. Uh, just the, the person who you are. And what I'm going to do—we're going to take uh, anyone else want to call? It's seven one eight six six four nine five one three. 718-664-9513. We'll take another quick break uh, and uh, maybe take a glass of water and get ourselves recomposed. And when we come back, we'll talk about a little more of your, your history and uh, and take calls if they're there to be taken. But uh, we got a lot to talk about. So we'll be right back. Let's go. 
I'm back with uh, Mr. Shapiro. Uh, so far, a great, great tribute, great callers, great love expressed, great emotion uh, from heart to heart. And uh, one individual who we actually tried to get a hold of to get on, uh, we had, wasn't able to get a hold of, but I just want to go into, uh, and that, that gentleman is Mr. John Hawkins. Shapiro, I, I know that, uh, well, those who know you know that you, you and Mr. Hawkins are great, great friends. Uh, when and how did that friendship come about? <laughs> oh, we got. I, I got to tell you my uh, story about how John Hawkins and I met each other, right? Okay, yeah, here goes. Uh, and we are we are best friends. Uh, we've been close for decades, and uh, my children. Uh, considered John Hawkins their uncle. Uh, he was at my daughter's wedding. I was at his uh, wedding uh, five, six years ago. And uh, we're just very, very close. First time that Mr. Hawkins and I, the occasion to, to meet, uh, came after I had been transferred to South Shore High School and those of you that know, you know at that point Mr. Hawkins was the assistant principal under uh, right. the principal who at that time was pushed it. I remember Christian, yes. I guess that I came with a reputation and it just so happened, and I, I don't even remember if it was must have been 71, 72. Uh, there were some disruptions around South Shore High School. Uh, there were some people that were just doing some things. I guess there was somebody had thrown some rocks through a window. Uh, there was people that had uh, tried to encourage people to walk out of school. And, you know, it was a very disruptive time nationally. Of course, schools are reflective of that. Well, it came to pass that uh, the principal had heard I was the one that instigated all this. And so uh, he went, not to me, but he went to Mr. Hawkins. And he said, uh, I need you to talk to Mr. Shapiro and find out what's going on. And so Mr. Hawkins told Dr. Christian, well, has anybody talked to Mr. Shapiro? And he said, no, but, you know, some of the assistant principals have come to me, and, you know, and so they wanted you to handle it. So Mr. Hawkins called me into his office, and I had never been in his office. I really had just gotten to the school uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. 
And so I walked into Mr. Hawkins' office, and he looked at me, and he said, look, um, I just need to know, uh, have you been involved with these students that are throwing rocks and being disruptive? And I just looked at him and I said, of course not. That's not what I do. So he he stood up. He said, well, thank you very much. Shook my hand and it was it. <laughs> and we laugh about that all the time because, you know, not shortly after, we became very, very close and a very close day. That was just wow. a funny icebreaker. And, and, we, and I, I got to add that he's, he's a great person in his own right. He was a, a no-nonsense guy, but he's one of those guys who can, who can grab you and shake you up. But you knew that it wasn't personal. It wasn't in hate. We, we knew that, so, that he loved us. We knew that he loved us. Well, we, we didn't like it when he was around because we couldn't get away with anything. But uh, when he was on you, it wasn't with, with, with malice. It wasn't with it, – it it, we just knew it was tough love. So I, I want to give That's him right. that. You know, That's I, exactly right. Yeah. Now, when when you first started uh, at South Shore, there was a certain element uh, to the students who were attending South Shore. Contrast that to that element as you were about to leave South Shore. Um. I'm not sure I understand. You mean compare? Well, I mean, they're, they're, I, I know because I know as far as uh, the, the attitude of the students, uh, how, how was it different uh, at, at the later stages, uh, say in the 80s, like compared to how it was, say in the in the early 70s? Like, was, was there a major difference there? Was it? Did you see? You know, I can only speak from my own perspective. Uh, and it, it, it's really simple to me. Uh, I have, I, I, I see no difference in the students I had in 1968 at Crane, the students mm-hmm. I had in 1987 at South Shore. Uh, all students, if they are treated with respect, if what is uppermost in your mind is to inspire and to help to instill uh, some positive feeling, the students will respond in that manner. I think today is the same. I refuse to be one of those to get caught up in these kids today kind of dialogue. I mean, what we see right now throughout this country with our young people belies what many of us say, these kids don't care, they don't understand history, they don't know what movements are. We must not only give young people a chance, but we must do everything we can to hand the, the mantle because they will be the leaders. Uh, I taught an average of 125 to 150 students every year 
not counting those that were involved in Creative Arts Workshop, either as writers, actors, or just being involved with some of the stuff. So my interaction was probably 250 students. Um, and I can't say, in all honesty, that I ever had a situation where I gave up, where I felt somebody could not be moved forward, where if I wasn't a positive force, change could not happen. And I do believe that there are a lot of teachers today that still believe like I do. I've got to tell you, uh, the politics of education have changed. The uh, craziness in terms of standardized testing, the uh, struggle with uh, public education uh, and the teachers not being respected and uh, charters and academies uh, getting public funding, those things make a difference. The pressure on a school to have good numbers, not to educate, but to have good scores, right. uh, it is educational madness. So in that way, it's much harder to be a teacher today. In terms of teacher to student, I don't think I would do anything different, and I don't think the results would be any different. I I totally agree. I was. Uh, do, do you think this is by some kind of strange way of a kind of a design uh, by a systematic design to to have made things the way that they are, or is it just something you feel just come about, happen to be? You know, I'm thinking I think kind of like when you when you take a look at most things, there's an economic causation. Education now is a money-making enterprise. It turns my stomach to see television commercials about some downtown global that doesn't make sense to me. You know, who's putting all this money and who's reaping all of these profits? You know, when education becomes private, when education becomes about making money or taking public funding or having corporate foundation grants, as opposed to simply providing the best public education to every single student so everybody has a fair chance to have a good life and to succeed. Mm -hmm. It's harder and harder to do that now. And behind it all, is money and corporate interests and just like jails, time that there's an opportunity for somebody to become wealthy on the backs of those that already are being treated unfairly. It just gets worse. And I think that that's what I'm seeing. Now, I was... One thing I would say, and I'll just see how you think about it. I was, I was it's, it's a matter, it's, it's the, the school curriculum. It's like the way things are today, because uh, cause we have to counter something that we didn't have to counter when 
say when I was coming up in high school, we have to counter uh, these poisons that are out there uh, as far as uh, the, the violent video games, the, 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 the nonsense rap music, these the make no sense uh, that, that I believe has influence on the attitude of plenty of you know our youth. Not all of them, but plenty of them. Uh, should should the should the school system have the curriculum to include? like conflict resolution, anger management, basic morals, self-respect, critical thinking, and those type of courses, maybe instead of, say, trigonometry and, you know, college algebra? What, what, do, you, what do you think as far as the curriculum is concerned? I think that with um, ingrained within any curriculum ought to be a process of using your mind, of using logical thinking. Uh, at all times, that we have de-emphasized thinking, critical thinking. Uh, we have uh, uh, designed uh, curriculums to be quick and easy rather than uh, a lot of writing, uh, a lot of evaluation. Uh, a lot of using logic, and uh, so you're not learning. You're just learning a test and learning that you just need to get the right answers to get the right score so somebody else gets rewards. But there's such a great gap when young people leave uh, elementary and high schools and try to move into uh, university level or even community college level. Uh, Greater numbers are not succeeding, uh, dropping out, becoming frustrated, you know, and it's a serious uh, gap in terms of our education. Yeah, wow, that's no, no question. No question. Now, I want to t- talk about also your volunteer work with the senior citizens in Bellwood. Uh, what, and and I, I've seen some of your pictures, and, I, and I, I, I can tell you really get a lot out of that. I mean, it's almost you, you, you enjoy what you're doing and you enjoy the response that you get from what you're doing from the seniors in Bellwood. Tell, tell us something about uh, what, what you do, uh, what, what is it that you're doing out there with the senior citizens? Well, let me let me first say it's actually Maywood. Um, uh, when I left teaching uh, in 1987, uh, and that was really after Harold Washington won his second term, uh, uh, I wound up going to CTA, and we were part of a team that was going to be making things fair and better. That was our agenda. That was the Harold Washington Coalition. Of course, we lost Harold two months after uh, I left, and things didn't happen the way we wanted it to. But I stayed at the CTA, um, and then I retired in 1998, and that's when Congressman Davis asked me to join his staff. I've been the suburban representative for Congressman Davis since 1998, uh, I've never really learned how to or cared to actually retire. 
I wound up becoming staff for State Representative Karen Yarbrough okay. uh, in the year 2000. So I had a state job and a federal job, both of them part-time. But it was all about helping people. It was all about constituent services. And one of the things I noticed with Representative Yarbrough is the village of Maywood, which has a very large senior population, had no organized senior activities. And so one of the things that I did was to establish uh, the Maywood Senior Club. That was after uh, I left the representative and went to work for her husband, who was the mayor of Maywood, Henderson Yarbrough. We started the uh, Maywood Senior Club. And it's been a joy. It's been wonderful. Uh, We meet every week. We have an average of 70 members. uh, And it's kind of funny. Uh, Shireen mentioned that uh, uh, I hired her. Uh, I I, I get uh, uh, some money for special events. So I hired Shireen, and she came in, and she performed. It was brilliant. Uh, I also hired Audley Reed to come and play at our senior okay. prom. Right. We we have a senior prom every year, you know. Okay. Uh, right. And so uh, seniors uh, are probably the most treasured, the most val- uh, valued uh, constituents that we have. Uh, we have one woman. Her name is Carrie Blake. We call her the dancing machine. We just celebrated her 92nd birthday. Wow. And she comes every week, and she is life itself. Uh, When I grow up, I want to be just like Carrie Blake. Uh, So the seniors give me much joy and pleasure. We do lots of things. We went to the Sable Museum together. Uh, We've gone down to Navy Pier, uh, shoreline uh, cruises. We've gone to Brookfield Zoo, um, you know, and we just have a great time, great experiences, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great part of my life. Yeah, I, 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 can, I can tell. I mean, it's like you can just – and let me correct myself, too. I've, I've been saying Bellwood. It should have been Maywood, so I'll make that correct. Yeah, I live in Bellwood, and, you know, uh, but – Oh, in okay. terms of seniors, you know, it was a, it was a seniors from Maywood. It's something when you sometimes you can look at a picture as I have uh, of yourself with the seniors and, and and with your family and and with the students. I mean, the and you can just you can just feel the love. You know, if you can't feel the love, that means then you don't have much love in you. I mean, then you you just not you you blocking yourself out. You know, I don't I don't do that. I I enjoy looking at the pictures. I know that uh, you can just tell that the alumni. Everybody wants a party. Everybody, everybody wants a party. Everybody wants to spend time with you, uh, talk with you. Everybody wants that moment with you. And uh, I tell you, uh, you just—I I just want you to know that—and uh, I'm sure you do—but it, it never hurts to hear it more. You don't get tired of hearing it. You are incredible, and uh, you deserve all of it coming your way. Well. Let me just say I'm a very fortunate person. Um, uh, Saturday night, as you know, I'm having uh, a birthday party to celebrate my 70th. And there will be lots of people there because I have many families. Uh, 
all of which just give me just great joy. My senior family will be there. My blood family will be there. Uh, my community and political family will be there. And there will be former students probably from 1973 all the way through 1987. And all of these associations, all of these relationships, all of these memories just make me a very, very lucky person. And I do love my life very, very much. Wow. I was going to, well, and for for those who may be listening that don't yet know this, can you just let them know where the party's going to be and what time on Saturday? Yeah, it's going to be from 7 to 10 o'clock at Touch of the Past Lounge, uh, 947 Mannheim Road in Bellwood. Uh, I've had it there. I think this is my third or fourth year. And... Uh, we always have a good time. Beautiful. Let's uh, let's take. Uh, can we take one more quick break? I want to run this commercial one more time. We'll come back and then we'll 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 kind of start closing it up. And uh, I definitely, as always, we'll uh, be asking you for a closing statement. So uh, we will be right back in a moment. And uh, if anybody does want to call and get in before we uh, shut down, please feel free to do so. We can get you in. We have a uh, number is seven one eight. Six six four nine five one three seven one eight six six four nine five one three, and we'll be right back.
we are back. And yes, Mr. Shapiro, uh, our love for you just grows and grows every day. Ain't no stopping. I tell you, this has been a, a great moment. Uh, I want to thank Jeffrey Shapiro. This could not have happened without Jeff. And I, I, I would not have wanted to. Well, I would have wanted to, but I really, really wanted the family to be involved in everything that I was doing here. I, didn't, I was not going to uh, overstep that boundary. So, Jeff Shapiro, man, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Mr. Shapiro? I'm here. Are you with me? Okay. I, uh, well, I guess the, the last statement you made before uh, the song, I guess, uh, actually could have been a closing statement, but I want to still want to give you a chance. Uh, there's maybe more, you, you know, whatever you want to uh, let flow uh, to, to, to anyone. Uh, you have the floor to make a closing statement. Let me simply say that as an educator, whether I'm in a classroom or whether in life's classroom, I'm the same person. And as I teach, I learn. As I give, I get. And frankly, that which I have gotten is thousands more than anything I've given. Um, the love I feel emanating uh, in others and so many that I've reconnected with. Uh, you're so awesome that there's no way even to quantify it or put it in anything that could contain it. Um, all I know is that it will continue, and I hope that we continue to have meaningful experiences and wonderful reconnections. Thank you very much. Mr. Shapiro, thank you. Uh, we love you, man. I look to uh, seeing you and crossing paths with you again. And uh, Saturday, I'll, I'll still be in Corpus Christi, but my, my, my thoughts, my heartfelt thoughts will be with you. And uh, I know it's going to be a great evening for you. And I, I'm looking forward to that day anyway, just because I know it's going to be, be a great evening for yourself and the people who want to get close to you and share with you how they feel about you. So thank, thank you so you. much for coming on. And uh, as I do in closing, uh, in the name of whomever or whatever, your spiritual power, peace.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.